Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Oh, boy. We're in for it again. It's like uh, every time you think uh, spring is just around the corner with 70-degree weather, like we had like a week and a half ago. Bam! <laughs> bam, 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 bam! You're getting a snowstorm, bitches! You get like a double dose. You're getting one starting at 7 o'clock. Yeah. It doesn't end until tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Right. And it's a lot of snow. It's a lot of snow. It's like uh, up to 4 to 7 inches. And you know what 4 to 7 inches is like. No. Well, it's the difference between night and morning for us. Oh, well, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I had my and mind wandering is, somewhere else. And seven is stretching it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> With weights, a doorknob, uh, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. you get lots of like, things. Like one of them National Geographic films where the guys stretch them out all the time. Yes. That's what we're doing. Uh, Scott Cohen will be joining us after, uh, I don't know, what, 7, 8 o'clock uh, this morning? Uh, I don't even Oh, speaking of stretched out tongues. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of them. <laughs> we also have uh, tickets to see Back in Black. They're going to be at the Gateway City Art for the uh, Throttle Rocker Nation uh, show on uh, March 11th. We'll have tickets all week long for that, so and make I, sure you are listening. And I'm going to see if I can find the piece to my headphones that somebody has stolen off every pe- every headphone set in this building for some reason. Well, I got I, mine, but that's because I locked mine up in well, a secure place. Okay, but, you know, there's like four of us here. Why would I need to lock anything <laughs> up? I have no idea. <laughs> it's a total shakedown. Yeah. It's 5.35 with and Nagel on Rock 102. And we're back. Well, it's, good uh, morning. Good morning to you. We're just joining the show. It's 5.53 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Listen, what do you expect? First day back from vacation. You don't just you know, just dive into work right away. You ease your way slowly into it. Uh, yeah, you know, you don't want to just you don't want to just put all that heavy workload uh, uh, on you. You know what? We save the heavy workloads for you five minutes before you're supposed to leave for vacation. <laughs> That's the best but, way to do it. But we're getting a snowstorm tonight. You can see four to seven inches, uh, depending on where you are in the Pioneer Valley. It's going to be a humdinger. Uh, Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems, from the well to the pump and into the house. And in, in case uh, you have storm damage affecting your water, call Aqua Pump in Stafford Springs. And then uh, the, the computer with the music oh, doesn't work. Jesus Christ. Do you have that little Hollywood trash thing in there? Yeah, I do. All right. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash. What is going on here this morning? I don't know. We'll talk about it a little bit later, I guess. The uh, Dilbert comic strip has been dropped by several publishers after its creator, Scott Adams, made... Some pretty racist comments. On his YouTube show last week, Adams brought up a poll that asked people if they agreed with the statement, quote, it's okay to be white. In that poll, 26% of black people disagreed and others weren't sure. He said, quote, if nearly half of all blacks are not okay with white people, that's a hate group, and I don't want to have anything to do with them. He also said he would no longer help black Americans, and he added, quote, based on the uh, current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. But, oh, but here, buy my new comic book. But you know, if you just if you just stopped at the first thing, yeah, you might have been okay. He, he even admitted that he uh, himself had moved to distance himself from black people. Then on Saturday, Adam said, "Quote: By Monday, I should be mostly canceled. So most of my income will be gone by next week. My reputation for the rest of my life is destroyed. You can't come back from this." 
Well, at least he was a psychic too. <laughs> That's the one smart thing yeah. he said. What were the what are the Powerball numbers for tonight, too, <sighs> Scott? It has a way of looking right into the future. For a little context, the Anti-Defamation League says the phrase, it's okay to be white, was popularized by trolls on 4chan in 2017 and is often used by white supremacists. See, but if he had just stopped there, it would have offended only a fraction of the people that he eventually offended. Sometimes when you dig yourself into a hole, you just make it worse. Oh, you're, you're taking away all the cartoons of my childhood. I was a huge Dilbert fan. That dude with the tie, he's been canceled. I hated that cartoon anyway. I never really liked it. Nah, it wasn't really my thing. Give me a Nancy and a Sluggo anytime. I I didn't have to know Scott Adams to know that I didn't like his work. No, you you didn't didn't have to know that he was a racist. Well, now that I know uh, who he is, uh, eh, whatever. I wouldn't have watched the cartoon anyway. And they made a whole movie out of that and everything. That was a big thing. I know, it was a big thing. Yeah. And yet, Nancy and Sluggo never offended anybody. They just went about their business. Yeah. I'm, cracking I'm, wise. That little Billy from Family Circus. He, <laughs> he's, yeah. a, he's an incorrigible little scamp. Yeah, he's probably running, uh, you know, uh, the ice cream social. For probably. The, for the next clan meeting. That's what kind of guy <laughs> Billy is. Woody Harrelson ruffled some feathers with his SNL monologue where he told a joke that incorporated the anti-vax conspiracy theory that the drug companies own all the media and politicians are forcing their meds on us. And and people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who's going to believe that crazy idea? You know, we've been... uh employees in the media for years yeah i don't know of anybody in the pharmaceutical industry that's uh, pulling the strings right on any of us uh cocaine bear was number one at boxed at the box office over the weekend well that makes sense i i i want to see cocaine bear the more i watch that trailer the more i go i don't know i think i could i could enjoy that film cocaine bear it's a bear on cocaine can totally see it uh, Cocaine Bear did better than expected in its opening weekend, taking in $23.1 million. Even before that, though, the title alone made it a huge viral sensation. Now, uh, does the Cocaine Bear start doing lines off the uh, the Guns N' Roses tour bus? No. Have you seen? Yeah, he should, though. Uh, have you seen the tra- trailer? Yeah. He seems a little worked up. Well, it's he, like uh, eating drugs that have fallen out of a car- drug cartel's plane. And the bear is just like hyped out on cocaine, saying it's man a lot. Yeah. Totally changed his outfits. It's not surprising that there's already a cheesy knockoff in the works, as if that wasn't a cheesy knockoff to begin with. It's called <laughs> Attack of the Meth Gator, and it's being made by the Asylum. They make cheap and mostly awful horror and sci-fi movies, which are many of which are knockoffs of big yeah. hits. Uh, their titles include Snakes on a Train, Ape vs. Monster, Transmorphers, Hmm. Paranormal Entity and Sinister Squad. They also made the Sharknado movies. So you know Oh, they did? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, because... I mean, thank God they haven't made anything stupid. Meth Gator is coming uh, coming out this summer, most likely straight to DVD. Now, how is the gator going to start scratching his face with those little tiny hands? I don't know. How do you like the pipe? I saw a guy do meth on the street corner down in Florida once. Did you? Yeah. 
Because the traffic lights are so long there that you can actually watch somebody overdose on drugs while you're waiting at the traffic light. <laughs> In fact, the ambulance will have come and gone by the time the light changes. Yeah, and they're like, oh, it's time for us to go. Well, the ambulance is here. But uh, but I saw a guy do that. I, I, can't, I can't see a gator uh, reaching those arms out and light. I mean, he probably could light the meth, but how do you lift it up to your... These are all good questions, yeah. and only the film will answer them. But... I kind of like the the idea of a meth gator. <laughs> I would like to see other uh, you know, woodland creatures fall into uh, fall into that that trap. I don't watch Yellowstone. Do you watch Yellowstone? Uh, no. Well, there's a lot of fans that are worried that uh, Yellowstone is ending or Kevin Costner is leaving, but Wes Bentley doesn't seem too worried about it. He told Entertainment Weekly. The news that's come out recently about the show is above my pay grade. I know that they're still working things out with everyone to make sure we shoot, and I'm confident we will. We always have before. I think it's probably a bit of drama over nothing. Wes also said he and his co-stars create their own fan fiction on set while they wait for the next script. Wes plays Jamie Dutton on the show. Ah, yes. Catch up with that one. Uh, You can record a song with Gene Simmons at Abbey Road Studios in England for the low price of $5,995. You'll also get personal items from his personal kiss collection, his autograph on two of your personal items, and photos and videos with him. Will he be adding anything that makes that sound attractive? No, I don't I don't think he will. <laughs> that seems like a low price to hang out with a rock star for a <laughs> yeah, day. But it's, yeah, the good news uh, is, for that price, you get to hang out with a rock star. The bad news I, is, it's Gene Simmons. I think, yeah, I think Bruce Springsteen's ticket to his show is more expensive <laughs> than the experience with Gene Simmons for an entire day. What does that tell you? <laughs> That's quite a lot. Kim Kardashian looked very uncomfortable in her skin-tight Dolce & Gabbana dress. Really? Yeah. She must have something to say. Oh, my God, the last time I was in a tight dress was when Ray J stuffed the pork chop pea flap with his blue cheese dispenser in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. That must get very clogged up after a period of time. Yeah, it does. Do you like the blue cheese? Though? I love blue cheese, and by the, uh, in a dispenser, I would imagine it would get clogged. Uh, Ray J called it Horgonzola. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin? I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but when I was done with her, it looked like the south end of a badger going north. <laughs> I put my nine iron into that chamber of squelch. Okay. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say it was like stuffing a marshmallow into a piggy bank. There, there you go. You got that visual in yeah, that, now, that, don't that, you? I, that I could see. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Ah! DraftKings Sports Industrial Sales and Service Center. Planning for an upcoming trip? It's important to know that updated COVID-19 boosters are currently available at no cost to you. Remember that immunity could take time to build. Check eligibility and schedule at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get instant savings with your Rocky's Ace Rewards card. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As you know, we live in a society of rules. Without rules, our society would be nothing more than a lawless, unorganized, anarchistic dumpster fire. I certainly wouldn't want to live that way, and I assume there's probably one or two of you out there who probably feel the same way as well. Unfortunately, when rules are stupid, it's our civic responsibility to demand change, establish militias, and fortify our discontent with fervent resolve. And if that doesn't work, you do what I do. You get a radio show, and you act like a crybaby. 
On Saturday, the Boston Red Sox were involved in a travesty of justice. As some of you might know, the Red Sox were handed a tie in their preseason opener against the Atlanta Braves. How, you say? By watching the Braves commit an ill-timed pitch clock violation with bases loaded in the ninth inning. Here's how it happened. Braves shortstop Cal Conley was up to bat against Sox reliever Robert Kwiatkowski. In what should have been a horrible bases loaded base on balls, which would have drawn in a run to end the game, Conley violated the newly installed pitch clock rule, which requires the batter to be set in the batter's box within the final eight seconds of a 20-second countdown in between pitches. Failure to be ready in the final eight seconds results in an automatic strike against the batter. In this case, rather than Conley drawing a walk, he was called out on strikes, ending the game in a 6-6 tie. Yes, the Red Sox walked out of there without losing, but don't kid yourself. This stupid rule will eventually wind up biting the Red Sox on the ass too. And while some of you people are under the delusion that a pitch clock will somehow magically speed up the game of baseball and make it better, I would argue that it will, in fact, ruin it. Because baseball should never be about a countdown. Instead, it should be about winning honestly. And if that means you have to rely on a player to do something complicated like count things, then you're just asking for problems. And when it finally happens against us, you might want to be ready with your pitchforks and torches because things are going to get ugly. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Looking at the steel shelving unit for 110 bucks. Six feet tall, five shelves. I'm looking at the Rockies app on my phone. You can find Rocky Sales Flyer on the app on Rockies.com or right there in the store. What's on sale at Rockies? It's always at your fingertips at Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 6.15 and Jimi Hendrix with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, there's a winter storm warning in effect from 7 p.m. tonight until uh, 7 p.m. on Tuesday. Heavy snow expected. Total accumulations of 4 to 7 inches, uh, mostly in the uh, northern Connecticut, central and eastern and western mass areas. That's pretty much all of New England. You know, I feel like we're being punked this morning. Why? Like someone's just jerking us around. What are you talking about? Well, you come, we, you know, we come in here and yeah. uh, you know, you get set to do an award-winning uh, professional radio broadcast, and it's like, you know, everyone's screwing with our computers, yeah. you know, all the all the adapters for our headphones that go into the machines uh, missing. Who who steals that stuff? Who's taking that? And here's the other weird thing. You know, I'm walking around this studio and all this radio station looking for one of these. It's they're the it's the it's the little it's the little headphone jack to the big headphone jack. Yeah. Just to put it in layman's terms for you. Who is that layman anyway? I don't know. Anyway, uh, so I'm looking for one of those things and I can't find them anywhere. And we have like probably a dozen pairs of headphones around here and none of them are they're all missing that thing and then i see one on top of the thing over here the wrong one it's the opposite one yeah. it's like the big one into the little one and i'm like this is exactly what i don't need right now so let's uh let's try to be super sleuths about this yeah the only one uh, the only people mm-hmm. on the rock 102 staff that need headphones yeah are you me dan mm-hmm. and pat Right. 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 So if you eliminate uh, you and me, because mm-hmm. neither one of us were here for a whole week, you could deduce that it's either Pat or Dan 
Yeah. Or somebody else is coming down here and causing problems. Remember what a, a couple of years ago when they stole our sex toys? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, you know Dr. City Allison uh, sent us the box of goodies and all of a sudden someone's, you know, rifling through it and stealing our dildos? Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's try, if we can, by uh, by uh, by elimination, who we think would steal something like this. <clears throat> I don't think it's Dan, because I don't think Dan gives a crap. And I don't think it's Pat either, because Pat has his own little collection of things yeah. that, that he doesn't need these. He doesn't need these things. Uh, matter of fact, I believe that's where I got mine from this morning, was off a pair of his headphones. You sure it wasn't yours? It's not mine. Because mine had a specific little thing to it. It was okay. it, it, because it had the brand. Mine had the brand name of the headphone right on the top of it. Really? Yeah. Huh. And see, mine. Uh, my, I, see, I, I bring mine to my office. I lock yeah. my office every day. No, no one's rife. Although, for whatever reason, yeah, I had a, a like a cardboard slicer that I that I I got because I had a lot of cardboard, a lot, a lot of boxes at home. I wanted to break down and recycle. Yeah. And so got, much that you brought the cardboard cutter here? It was delivered here. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, How'd you get it out of the box? If well, that's... that's the, that, well, I had to find another way to get through the box. Yeah. Well, where do you get the cutter to get through the box if the you, cutter's inside? Dude, you just blew my fucking mind. I know, mind. yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah, really. Right. It's, the, uh, it's like the chicken and the egg thing. Anyway, uh... <clears throat> That somehow walked out of my office. Okay. Now, I never made a big deal out of it because I'm sure there are lots of people that say, ooh, a cardboard cutter. That was, How convenient that would be. And it probably got wrapped up in stuff or I maybe accidentally threw it away. I don't even know. Yeah. But it's gone. Okay. I have no idea who would have taken it, but clearly it ran out of the office somehow. So I think there's somebody... In this building, who's Pur- a kleptomaniac. Purposely doing things like this. Now, I don't know what's going on across the hall. That's a different okay. staff of of, so, uh, of, of, uh, of potential scofflaws. So, I, get, so I, I said, oh, let me go over into that studio because I know they have lots of headphones over there. Yeah. They do. They have like four pairs of headphones in there. But We've never the, had four people in that room in, in, in 15 years. You know what? I think there's things that go on in the afternoon here that we don't know. Like we're just we're just nobody tells us because it's not important to us and there's things that go on down there. Yeah. Well. But <laughs> so I go in that room and uh, all all the headphones are plugged in, but none of them require that giant piece. They're all in a little switcher that re- requires the, just a little piece. Okay. So I'm like, it was just bizarre. What the hell's going on over here? I don't know. And you did Hollywood trash a little while ago. Oh, and so this thing is this, down this too. Thing's I don't, I don't jammed know. up. I don't know what's going on with this thing. How you wouldn't even tell a joke now without an introduction? Do I have to do that over here? I think you might have to, oh, but I, you might not even have it in your little system over oh, there. Oh, fuck crying out loud! You know loud. what? I'll just do it myself. How are you gonna do it yourself without well, all the all the things that? Well, it? I'll just do. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. Oh, that they won't even be funny at that point. I think I I think I got it over here, but you know, unless you're doing it, I just don't even know if it's even worth it. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, you come back from vacation, you think everything's going to be just dandy, and it's not. It's like everybody's you know screwing with us. Yeah, I didn't even uh, I didn't even didn't really even do anything spectacular. I cleaned my house. We wanted to. We 
had yeah. ideas of cleaning the house. Yeah. But then we thought uh, better of it and yeah. said, this week is really about relaxation, and that's what we chose to do. I got that uh, that clutter thing going on. Like, you know, yeah. I had that clutter thing going on. Mm-hmm. No longer is it cluttered. What'd you do? I uh, I got rid of a lot of stuff. I got rid of a lot of stuff, and I uh, I'm having I'm having it painted. I'm gonna have like the inside downstairs of my house painted. Mm-hmm. But uh, the guy can't get in there if there's all this crap in the way. Yeah. So I have to clear all that out. Now, mind you, it's not gonna be painted for another two months. But I need but, to be prepared ahead of time. Yeah, better, better to be prepared yeah. now than like yeah. you know, working around like uh, when the guy's about an hour away from coming. Yeah, and uh, you know, my my kids were bored out of their minds. Mm-hmm. We didn't go anywhere for. Well, I mean, we took some road trips. We went to Hadley one day. Went wow. To, went to Amherst, even as far as Amherst. Hey, I went to Hadley too. Over did the you? Yes, I did. How come we didn't uh, coordinate that and go I, at the same time? I have no idea why uh, we didn't uh, tag team in Hadley. We could have been hanging out at the empty Hampshire Mall together. Well, I was uh, I was uh, not too far from the Hampshire Mall. Yeah, yeah. actually, there's this place in there which I want to go to, but it's like fifty bucks for the day. In the Hampshire Mall? Yeah, it's one of these like uh, they got VR machines and they have. It's video games and it's bumper cars mm-hmm. and it's like a rock climbing wall, which yeah. I probably wouldn't be interested in that in uh, that much. But uh, that looks like a, like a nice little amusement park there. I wouldn't mind going in there. Have I if I had fifty dollars? Fifty bucks. Well, I mean, you, and, but then I'm like, you're looking at ah, fifty bucks ain't bad, and then you go, wait a minute, fifty bucks times me. And these two uh, it's little, little monsters. That's 150 bucks that's but before anyone says, Daddy, I'm thirsty, or I want yeah, some lunch. that's the other thing. Yeah. It's like everything adds up. It was, I know. Uh, it was just expensive to go uh, roller skating. Which, by the way, somebody blew me in at the roller skating place. What do you mean? So they have these, uh, they have these tickets at Interskate 91. Yeah. Interskate 91 North, right? Sure. And, like, you play video games and you get tickets. And then you take the tickets and you cash them in at the thing and you get this tchotchke crap that they sell, you know, like gum and, you know, rings. And if you if you really spend a lot of money, you can probably buy a pair of roller skates. But nobody's got time for that. Nobody's got that kind of cash. (laughs) So uh, there's this machine there. It counts the tickets. You put the tickets in and it gives you a little printout. Oh, you got 100 tickets. Here's your thing. It's it's to avoid going to the counter and going here. Here's the pile of tickets. And you got some you know, some fifteen year old kid who's got to uh, yeah, count all those tickets. Count them all. So uh, so I go to this machine, and I I win I win out of the crane machine. This a two pack of uh, it says it says twenty five on each roll of tickets. Okay. Right? So I uh, take I go take the thing out of the egg and I go over to the ticket machine. And I uh, take one of these little things out, and I unravel it, and I start shoving it through the machine, and I realize it's 64 tickets. It's not 25 like it says on the thing. And I'm wow. like, all right, bonus. Yeah. Right? So then I'm taking the wrapper off another one, and this woman who's sitting there says, uh, you're not supposed to do that. And I go, do what? You're not supposed to take the wrapper off those. You're supposed to bring those right up to the counter. Because they're not meant to go through the machine. And I'm like, what? And she's like, well, they told me that last time. And I said, all right, well, listen, 
we're already halfway through this venture. I might as well finish. Yeah, you right, know, if somebody course. wants to say something, they can say something. So I put another roll in there, and then uh, you know I get the ticket and print it out. I walk away, and then I come back like maybe five, maybe ten minutes later. Yeah, and that woman is gone, and now there's a big sign on that machine saying, "Do not put these tickets into this machine." These are, you know, and they have a little picture of the thing, and it shows, and I was like, and I said to my kids, I'm like, this sign wasn't there. Yeah, no kidding. When I put the, because you would notice it. Uh, this lady turned me in. She told on me. You got an arcade narc? Is arcade that, narc. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Who the hell do you think you are, lady? Mind your own business. You know what? If there's if there's a problem, they should have had a sign up there to begin with. How's the average slob like right. you or anybody else supposed to know the rules? Yeah, and why am I gonna take the rules from somebody who's not even having a Interskate ninety one uniform on or or a headset to denote that you work here? Oh man, I would start causing problems at that oh, point. Big problem. It's 626, Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Child tax credits, complex new tax laws, all things you need to consider when you're doing your taxes this year. Noon. At 749 New Ludlow Road, South Hadley. It's uh, 628 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it is. Uh, there's going to be a snowstorm uh, tonight, about three to seven inches in the Pioneer Valley. Uh, so just be prepared for that. A winter storm warning will be in effect yeah, until 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. Hell. Hells, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Do you want to laugh? Do I? All right. Well, here we go. It's back to Nagel's joke <laughs> of the day. <laughs> funny? Funny how? Yeah, funny. Tell me what's funny. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, okay. And then a clip from Stripes. Right. And there you go. Okay, you ready? Yes. Here's the joke. I'm ready. There's a lady on the bus uh, next to me this morning who was sneezing about every three minutes, mm-hmm. right? And each time she sneezes, she rolls her eyes back, she gives a moan, and she shudders. And of course, uh, I'm curious, uh, want to know what's going on with this. And after about 15 minutes, I said, uh, are you okay? And she goes, yes. And then she explains she has this very rare condition whereby every time she sneezes, she has an orgasm. Okay. And I was like, all right, are you taking anything for it? And she goes, yeah, pepper. Now you, lo- you lost the other thing, didn't you? Uh, no, I didn't have the other thing. Oh. Yeah. But you have the ending, right? No, that was the, the ending. That was the opening. Oh, that was the opening? That was the opening, which I didn't play because you decided uh, to not do the opening and there's no closing. Okay, ready? Yes. Bum, bum! It's Bags and Eagle. Weekday mornings on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. There you go. Here's your Western Mass News. 632 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Uh, we are we are in for it for the snow tonight. The uh, 22 News Storm Team or the Western Mass Weather, whoever you want to listen to, there's a weather alert uh, for tonight and tomorrow for snow that will likely impact travel, especially during the morning commute tomorrow. A winter storm watch is in effect for Berkshire County and western Hamden, Hampshire, and Franklin counties from 7 p.m. tonight until 7 p.m. tomorrow. The advisory is in effect uh, for Hamden, Hampshire, and Franklin counties. Uh, it will start with some sun with increasing clouds throughout the day, and then snow will develop during the evening commute and the heaviest falling uh, overnight through tomorrow morning. Just, <sighs> just about the time we come to work. Perfect. Perfect. You know what's really great? I have, like, the baldest tires you've ever seen. <laughs> They're so... 
They're so bald. Yeah, why aren't you uh why aren't you taking care of that problem? I got a very busy uh, day today. Mm-hmm. A lot on my uh, on my plate. Today would not be the best day for me to be sitting around and putting tires on my car. Why not? Cuz I got always the big snowstorm. Yeah, but you see I've got a million things. I got three separate ev- uh, appointments today that I have uh, I just don't have time. I don't have time. So well, I may be spinning around and uh, putting my life on the line uh, to get here tomorrow. Do you want me to do it for you? No. You take my truck and I'll take your car and I'll go wait and get tires put on and then uh, we'll meet up at the end of the day. I don't want you to take this the wrong way. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm not sure I want you to do that. Why not? It's not that I don't trust you. Yeah. It's just that I might not trust you enough. Oh, is that so? Yeah, because I can see you, uh, you know, in your own way, maybe putting like uh, like joke tires on the car. Mm. Yeah, I'd put those uh, light up uh, those light up dildo things on the on the tires. That's kind of what I'm afraid of. Yeah. And so so when your tires spin, it's just a it's just a light uh, like silhouette. Yeah. Of a dildo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's already a dildo in the car. It's the one driving. Yeah, it. that's right. And uh, we don't need more of them. No, that's not. Uh, I see what you did there. I see it. It'll be taken care of, but it but it won't be today. So uh, we'll see how tomorrow goes. Uh, one person is dead after a police-involved shooting in the area of Union and Main Streets in Springfield on Saturday, according to Mass State Police spokesperson Dave Procopio. Around 2 a.m. on Saturday, troopers were assigned to the uh, Mass State Gaming Enforcement Unit were involved in an incident with a suspect on Union and Main. As a result of that incident, a police-involved shooting occurred, according to the Hamden DA's office uh, spokesperson Jim Lydon. Members of the Mass Gaming uh, Commission... Mass... State Police Gaming Enforcement Unit, along with members of the Springfield Police assigned to the Gaming Enforcement Unit, received reports of a 48-year-old man that was acting aggressively towards others and possibly had a firearm at the MGM Casino. Investigators located the man as he was leaving the casino and was heading in the direction of Main and Union Streets. A foot pursuit then ensued when contact was made with him. During the foot chase, shots were fired in exchange between the man and responding officers. The man was hit during the exchange, which resulted in officers requesting an ambulance and medical aid. The man was sent to Bay State in Springfield, where he later passed away. Hamden DA Anthony Galuni and members of his office will be doing an investigation into the use of force in the shooting. 22 News uh, was at the incident and could see four state police cruisers and caution tape blocking off CVS and other businesses. Nice job on the journalism. Here's what we saw, and here's what we heard. We didn't really <laughs> ask any questions. We didn't think we needed to ask questions. Ah, I was uh, I was at MGM on uh, on Friday night. How'd you do? Uh, I didn't uh, gamble. I just uh, I introed the band Back in Black. That's uh, a good band, by the way. It was awesome, yeah. and you know what? That the turnout for that show. Yeah, they were holding people at the at the waiting line. You couldn't get in. It, like there was that many people that that came to see Back in Black. Now that's a big room. You could fit a lot of people in that room, and yeah, and a lot of people in that room with no tables. You know, there's a lot of people in that room when we have the Bright Nights ball in there. Yeah. But there's there was, you're talking about standing room now only. So you pe- a lot more people were fitting in that ballroom than were at the Bright Nights thing. Yeah. And uh, they were cutting people off at the, at the, at the gate because uh, Back in Black was so popular. We, uh, we'll have tickets to give away uh, all this week. Back in Black is going to be at uh, Gateway City Arts in Holyoke. Sweet. On the 11th of March. 
uh, Throttle Rocker Nation is yeah. uh, doing the show. And so uh, we'll give you a chance to win those tickets later I on today. I ran into Throttle Rocker Bob over there. Bob, I'm not surprised he was there. Bob, no. Bob Alves, Kane, whatever his whatever name he, he goes by these called. days. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was, I mean, that's a, that's a real good band. They they do a great job. Yeah, it was it was it was a great turnout, and uh, they they did the you know he looked that guy looks like Angus Young, like he looks exactly like him. He does. Yeah. I you know I I think that what they're doing over there for the the uh, the Free Music Friday. Yeah. <sighs> when it's outside, it's awesome. There's there's no doubt on, on a real nice night in the summertime. It's fantastic. But that room is also perfect. It's perfect, especially for the winter time. Yep, I mean, absolutely. Like, you, you can go out. You can have a good night out. And you don't have to. It's free. Yeah. You just walk right up the top of the es- escalator, and it's right there at the top of the stairs. Pretty neat. Grab yourself a nice meal. Lose a few bucks at the slots. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're watching Back in Black. Not too bad. Uh, Kenneth Santana Rodriguez, the man accused of shooting and killing an employee of a salon in the Holyoke Mall, is said to be in the Holyoke District Court today. Uh, probable cause hearing is scheduled for 23-year-old uh, Kenneth Rodriguez. Uh, in a probable cause hearing, the judge listens to testimony from witnesses and determines whether the evidence is enough to send the case to Superior Court. He's charged with murder in the death of 33-year-old Trung Tran of West Springfield. Tran was an employee of the Touch of Beauty Hair and Nail Salon, who prosecutors say was shot when a dispute between Rodriguez and another man in the salon turned violent. The victim was caught in the crossfire before and died before he could be taken to the hospital, according to the DA's office. A uh, car crashed into a house on Goodwin Street in Springfield yesterday. According to the uh, department, uh, 164 Goodwin Street was hit around 10.37 a.m. One occupant was removed from the vehicle and was sent to the hospital for injuries. Uh, No occupants were removed from the home. And uh, it says uh, 22 News will continue to update this story, but that was 1 p.m. yesterday. I don't think they have any updates. Yeah, I don't. um, I haven't heard anything. But uh, I don't believe the house had the right of way. Uh, no, it did not. Did you go to the uh, sportsman show? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. That was a that was a big thing going on over there at the Big E this weekend. A family's love for all things outdoors has blossomed into an annual show in Western Massachusetts. The Springfield Sportsman Show has been running for thirty nine years mm-hmm. and was created by the current show's uh, coordinator's father. It's probably been the best of the least of the last three years, but people have come out. They've decided that they're enjoying to, uh, their sports. They are outdoor people. Even in the snow yesterday, we had a good crowd come through. That's uh, Outdoor Sports Expo Group President Doug Sousa. So, came out pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, I thought about it because you know the uh, you know pretty soon we'll be up up north and opening up the uh, the RV. And what what would be better than to have all the stuff. You'd be amazed by some of the things that are available for for campers. Yeah, just like just unbelievable stuff. It's it's like that's not camping. That's like living in a hotel that's situated outdoors. Glamping. That's what glamping. They call it. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, I uh, I saw my uh, my brother over the weekend, and he brings he comes up to my house, and he brings his. Uh, his big fancy new pickup truck. Mm-hmm. It's one of them GMC something. It's a real beast. Yeah, well, he's got a camper now, so he had to get a bigger truck to tow the camper around. Of course. This thing is like, you can you can start the car from your app from <laughs> anywhere in the world. You could, like, you yeah. could be, you know, I could be uh, here and my car could be in Huntington and I could start it from here. 
That's crazy. So there's no fob involved. They can just you know download the app and press start. Yeah, isn't that isn't that just wacky? I don't know. It I just think it makes like, sense. I know it to makes sense, but it just it just seems like uh, I don't know. It just seems like those things when you were a kid going, hey, one day, one day we'll see uh, electronic technology yeah. uh, start a car from anywhere. You know, I, I thought it was cool when we had remote starters. You know how I am about batteries, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a big battery guy. Big battery. Dude. Why have I, I thought this? You know, the battery boys is, a, is still a great idea. I'm not. Uh, I'm not letting that one go. I had to change the battery to my fob like yesterday. Yeah. I had to open the thing up. Had to figure out how you know where the battery was. Mm-hmm. It was kind of concealed. And uh, you know, I had the battery, had the right one, yeah, and uh, and put it in. It was it was all fine. But as I'm doing, it, I'm going, you know, this is stupid that I'm even doing this. It is. Stupid. Wouldn't it make more sense for me to be able to start my car or open my car just by having my phone? Yeah. See, well, now they do that. See, that's now. exactly now. Yeah, now they're doing it, which is like, yeah. why can't I have a a, a, a fresh new yeah. truck? That and now does that. I'm sitting there going, well, I want one of those. My car can only start from a hundred yards away. <laughs> I can't start it from anywhere in the world. And I got—I I, I don't even like my starter. That's I not, mean, yeah. But I I use it, but the moment that you, the moment that you grab the door, yeah, it the shuts engine off. shuts yeah, off. Yeah, see that doesn't Stupid. make any sense. Stupid. Ah, I don't like it. Take it up with Quincy next time we talk. I will. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh it's going to be actually sunny today for the high of thirty six, and then a winter storm warning is in effect tonight from seven p.m. until seven a.m. tomorrow. Going to see some heavy snowfall, four to seven inches possible throughout the Pioneer Valley. It's 26 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. GGE. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 650. And Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Winter storm warning will be in effect tonight from 7 p.m. until 7 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, four to seven inches of accumulation possible through tonight. But it's supposed to be nice and sunny today for a good part of the day, so enjoy. Hey, uh, a, a couple of things here, real quick. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we're now we're back from vacation, which means new podcasts will be uh, will be out this week, uh, including uh, today's daily podcast after yeah. ten o'clock, mm-hmm. available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Rock One Hundred Two dot com. Baxi's musical podcast this week. My guest Gina Shock from the Go Go's. Sweet, the most successful all female band of all time. Does she have the beat? She not only has the beat, she's the one who created the beat. Shut the front door. She Max. was the the yeah. drum, she was the drummer of the uh, the Go Go's. And here's a here's a little uh, fun fact. Yeah, uh, the Go Go's are the only all female band to have a number one album with their own all, all their own songs playing their own instruments. It never happened before. It's never happened since the Go Go's. And so you can check that out on Rock102.com. Damn. The other thing I wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. As you know, uh, we do this thing every November. Are you aware of the Mayflower Marathon? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. You're not aware of the Mayflower? Mm-mm. It's uh, it is a 52 hour long broadcast at uh, at MGM Springfield, uh, where we raise uh, food and cash for the Springfield Open Pantry. You know, I went to visit you. Th- you know what I do know, and I went to visit you this year. Yeah, and uh, there was no parking, so I couldn't stay. Oh, I, uh, yeah. You were at that uh, where the big basketball was, right? No, no, we're actually on the other side of the highway. <clears throat> in oh, a man. much, in a much uh, roomier, much more enjoyable location. Yeah, I mean, the the parking lot was packed. It was like a can of sardines. Yeah, I know. It's so tight, yeah. so tight, and those and those uh, spaces are so small too. Anyhow, uh, the reason I bring this up is uh, last week 
uh, Terry Maxey, the uh, the executive director of the Open Pantry, uh, announced that he was leaving mm-hmm. to take a job with uh, South Middlesex, uh, the uh, the South Middlesex Opportunity Council, uh, to become the chief development officer there. So congratulations to Terry. Yeah. Uh, we love that guy, and uh, to not have him uh, in the open pantry is going to be a, 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 a weird thing, but uh, I'm, very, hey, I'm very happy for him. You know, I'm happy for him, too, but uh, listen, anybody who's been in that position, we've all become uh, very close with, and remember Allison Maynard? She oh, was, I do. Uh, she was very nice. Uh, very she was nice. awesome, and then she moves on to, to different things. It's one of those positions where... You know, you do what you can for a while, and then other opportunities come up, and you move on, and you let it's somebody a, else. You pass the torch to somebody else. It's a tough job, but uh, but Terry was uh, something special, so we appreciate uh, everything that uh, we were did, able to do together. He he is something special. He's not wasn't was something special. He's a special guy, <laughs> and you're making it sound like he died. No, no, yeah. he's, he, no. He's very very much alive and very yeah. vibrant. Yeah, he's a, he's he's a. Firecracker, that guy. Yeah, he is. He brings a, a ray of sunshine and unicorns and rainbows wherever he goes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, congratulations to him. We're going to miss him uh, for next year's marathon. Yes, okay. but I'm sure we'll become great friends whoever the new director. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm sure that's. I mean, unless they're a total yeah. jerk, but we haven't had any of those. And then what? What day is uh, the marathon on? Uh, November something or other. Well, the I week mean, of the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, okay, so the the Monday following will be like Terry. Who? I don't know who you're talking about. No, 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 no. We don't. Uh, we don't forget the. We don't forget names and faces that that quickly. Yes, we do. It all depends on who. Anyway, I just well, good luck. To I Terry. just wanted to mention that because uh, yeah, I, I consider Terry a good friend. And I'm really, you know, I hope he and his family uh, do great out there. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna do fine. Of course, and, he, and he'll come back and visit and going. Yeah, I remember sitting out here with you schlubs for 52 <laughs> hours. The funny part about it is yeah. that's exactly what yeah, I wound right, up saying. Right, right, right. Uh, let's see. It's uh, 6:55. Scott Cohen will be joining us in just oh, a few minutes. Wonderful! I can't wait for that. Scott Cohen. See, now we, here we were yeah. talking about a guy we really enjoy yeah. spending time with. Yeah. They're now talking about Scott Cohen. I'd rather have Terry Maxey come in here and talk about sports than Scott Cohen come in. That here would be fine too. Sports. Terry yeah. would be perfect at it. All right then. It's six fifty-five on Rock One Hundred Two. And now Bax's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get instant savings with your Rocky's Ace Rewards card. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, tonight the Boston Bruins will be going for their third seven-game winning streak of the season. This time, the next the, the victim will be the Edmonton Oilers, and they don't stand a chance. The Bruins already had one winning streak end after six games, and right now they're in another. Now let that sink in for a moment. They've played 58 games this season, 45 of those games have ended in a win, and 26 of those wins have come during a winning streak of at least six games or better. We're not just talking about the Bruins being the best team in the league. The Bruins are crushing teams like King Kong swatting airplanes out of the sky. It's almost as if teams need the Bruins' permission to play hockey. Add that to the fact that Bruins goalie Linus Olmark scored a goal in an open net against Vancouver on Saturday, and you start thinking, hey, perhaps I should be paying more attention to this sort of stuff. Olmark not only became the first goalie in team history to score a goal, it was also the only the 15th time in NHL history that it's ever been done, and only the 8th to actually uh, shoot a puck right into the net. In fact, the last time it's happened, 
was by Pekka Rene of the Nashville Predators in 2020. Are you kidding? People in Tennessee for a while for Pekka that day. Pekka shirts, Pekka hats, Pekka as far as the eye could see. Personally, I think we should be showing a lot more love to Linus as Nashville did to Pekka Rene three years ago. Maybe even more. Because right now, the Bruins are showing everybody who's boss. Are the Edmonton Oilers any good? I suppose they're as good as anybody else, certainly better than Vancouver, but are they any match for the Bruins? Get out of here. Of course they're not. And even if they are, the Bruins are going to start off another six-game winning streak like they've been doing all season long, especially now with Linus Olmark as a legitimate scoring threat. Regardless of what happens tonight, this team is freaking awesome, and we should all be paying attention starting now. But hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The cat did that again? Who's going to clean that up? What's going to clean that up? How about the Craftsman 12-gallon wet dry vac? Only 80 bucks at Rocky's with your Ace Rewards card. Cat not included. Always good deals on tools at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7.06 in Boston with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Going to be a winter storm warning in effect from 7 p.m. tonight until 7 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, heavy snow expected. Total accumulations 4 to 7 inches throughout the Pioneer Valley. But hey, at least it'll be sunny for most of the day. What a delight. Coming back from vacation to see the bright, there smiling face of Steve Nagel. Yeah. And also Scott Cohen. Good to see you, buddy. You know, I didn't have to come in here last Monday. That was a, that was a bonus for me. And that, we didn't have that to was s- that was my delight. And we didn't have to see you last Monday. Well, I heard you. T- I, I heard you take a shot at me before, but that's yeah. fine. You know what? I don't care what you say as long as you're t- talk mentioning my name. Did you show up here on Monday? No, because I thought uh, you know you didn't. No, you didn't tell me. Someone else did. I almost, I swear no, to God, I no, told you. When you we were having lunch, I thought I told you. You don't, you don't well, tell, you don't all, tell poor Scott anything. Yeah, yeah, let me, let me just uh, uh, alert you to what this, this system we have in place about how people know we're on vacation. There's a girl upstairs that sends an email out a girl? every single week. A girl? That tells everybody uh, who's a girl. Our, yeah, a, a young girl. lady. A, a young qualified lady. professional. qualified young lady. There you go. Fact, who thank sends you. out those emails every week saying, this person, this person, and this person's going to be on vacation, and this person's going to be out this week or this day and that day. I don't and, read that. Well, then that's your problem. Yeah, that's on you. That's on you. It's not like you didn't know. Am I not a small morsel of this catastrophe you were call a morning I show i don't know what you are i don't know <laughs> i guess you're you know, here you know what you know i am right now what? i'm a, a pain in your ass is what well, i am that, that, for that, the next uh, that, may be, minutes. that yeah. may be true but i also know <laughs> that as a professional radio broadcaster sure. yourself yes. you know that when you're on vacation the only thing you're thinking about is being on vacation that's true it, it's not necessarily uh, alerting everybody around you that you're we, going to be away. We I sh- get it. We should bring a pitch clock in here. So when you have your little pitch, <laughs> yes. we, can, we can have a big buzzer at the end saying, ah, that's it. Or or in oh, your case, the- or in your case, a clock with finally, say, when it goes off, when you finally say something funny. Ooh, oh, look at this listen guy. Listen yeah. We'll get a little, yeah. little jab from yeah, that guy. He's, he's, That'll be fine. Let's uh, let's talk about this pitch All right, clock. All right, enough thing. of the pleasantries. Yeah, enough, enough of the pleasant, pleasant stuff. Let's talk about the stuff that's going to drive me insane. Yeah. 
Saturday, uh, Saturday, Red Sox playing their uh, their Atlanta Braves. Atlanta Braves preseason opener. Yep. The game is down to a six-six tie in the ninth inning, and Atlanta's threatening. Atlanta, bases loaded. Bases loaded. Two outs. Yep. And because the of the pitch clock rules, which state that once you're in the ninth inning with, uh, I think the the rule is if a batter is on second, the pitch clock goes from thirty seconds to twenty seconds, and the batter has to be in the box and ready to go within the final eight seconds of that pitch count, of the of, of the clock count, I should say. And this guy, lollygagging. Yeah, he's a lollygagger. He's a lollygagger. He's a lollygagger. <laughs> He's he's not in the box in the final eight seconds, and it and it, it was an O two count. That, that's it's a strike. He's out. Game's over. Yeah, because this chucklehead didn't get in the batter's box on time. Now, had he drawn a a walk, which he should have done, uh, the game would have been over, yeah. and the Braves, Braves would have won. won. Braves would have won. Instead, it ends in a tie. In a tie. Now, I'm all for the Red Sox not losing a game. But you know, and I know, Steve, I even assume that you may know, that this is going to wind up biting every team in baseball in the ass over and over again. Yeah. Because anyone who thinks for a moment that this speeds up or improves the game of baseball is out of their minds. Yeah, I guess in some ways it may not even uh, speed up the game because they're going to have to call like uh, I was watching one of the uh, one of the other games where if the batter, excuse me, if the pitcher does not throw um, on the pitch clock the batter, it's called a ball or, or a strike, it can go either way and the umpire has to call timeout and he points at the pitcher ball one, you know, you didn't, and that's going to slow the, that's going to slow the game down too. It's also going to lead to a hell of a lot of ejections. Oh my god, ejections and uh, but look, it's spring training and they're, they're going to have to get used to this because it's the law of the land now, but it just I mean, a pitch clock, it just doesn't make it makes no sense well, but, but to it, do it. It does make sense as far as the... It, this is all about advertising and how much you can fit into a, a window of broadcast time. Not really, Steve. Yeah, but think about it. You get like Red Sox-Yankees games. You don't know whether the game's going to be two hours or the game's going to be six hours. Yeah, like, but, you the, know, but it's still... But the but you're still going to have the between innings. That's, that's going to be the same no matter whether it's a two-hour game or whether it's a, uh, a three-hour game. Um you know what's what's is going to be long is the inning itself and they don't run commercials during the inning it's just they you know what they're doing is that you know everyone even baseball fans will sit there and say you know do i really have to sit three and a half hours and watch the yankees and the red Sox play that that's a long time yeah but what they're so they're they're trying to attract people who say i can't watch baseball it, it takes too much time People are not going to start watching baseball because it goes quicker. Baseball fans watch baseball. It's not going to change that. And it just seems like their, their, I, I don't know, their attention is just being put in the wrong direction as far as, uh, as, far as I see. So they're struggling to keep fans is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah and they, they think by speeding the game up, people that would not normally say, I'm not watching it, it takes too long, all of a sudden they're going to change their mind. They're not going to change their but, mind. But, you know, I think that that actually feeds into a different question. You know, why are they losing audience? 
I think it has nothing to do with whether or not the games are long it or short or, or anything else or you know less competitive because you've added technology into it. I think the reason why people are, are have been walking away from baseball is because baseball's done a terrible job of promoting themselves. They they're awful about it. And we've it. talked about this before. Like, you know, okay, once you get past the first, you know, five best players in baseball, you don't know any of these guys. Mike Trout, Mike Trout could walk who plays for the Angels, arguably one of the top ten players in baseball, maybe even top five. Yep. Mike Trout, you could be at the at the Holyoke Mall and Mike Trout is Which store? Uh huh. Which store? Which Macy's? Macy's. You okay, go Macy's fair enough. At the Holyoke Mall. Which department? My, uh, the men's department. Well, the of men's course. department. Okay. Mike Trout could be standing next to you, looking uh, in the polo shop, looking at at shirts, and eight and a half people out of ten would have no idea who he is. Yeah. Where if it was if it was Tom Brady, Pat Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know players like that you know who they are because the league does a terrible job of promoting its stars i i think that is a a really big part yeah, of, of course it is people are not connected to baseball the They're way not. they are because the stars are not promoted the way they should be yeah now you could you could make the argument okay but the game is still slow and dull it's but base- not for everybody Bax. but for baseball fans that's not the case it's not yeah it's not baseball you know baseball is the only sport that is timeless there's you know the, until now there's no clock if it if it's nine innings three outs an inning however long that takes is how long it takes um it's and it's a it's a thinking person's sport um you know uh, i i i took my uh i took my my girlfriend to um to fenway and i taught her the difference between a hitter's count and a pitcher's count when, okay. a, when a batter's up and it's those you know the little intricacies of baseball that not that the average fan is not interested in that they just want to see goal scores they want to see you know 10 yard runs and and 20 yard passes they it it's it's too cerebral for but, them but you know what the, the the pitch clock is not the only rule that i don't agree with pizza box base bases now yep uh you can't use a shift um, you you, you got a you got a runner in scoring position in extra innings. Still, uh, they I, haven't they haven't changed that, which is just I so dumb. It's dumb. I mean, you get those. You basically, you're eliminating earning those runs. Yep. You know, you're basically at an advantage. You're at an unfair advantage with it. I yep. just don't make it makes any sense. And I think baseball. You know, they do this on occasion where they introduce something that they think is going to be a great idea, and it's not that great of an it's idea. It's not a great idea. It's not. I mean, I'm I'm waiting for when they all of a sudden do, um, you know, like they do say, well, in in tennis and basketball and in hockey, with you with a uh, uh, judging instant replay. If a, if an umpire calls a strike three or doesn't call a strike three, can can the manager, you know, throw out uh, a red? Um, a red flag and say yeah. we want to go to the instant replay and see if that was I mean when is when are we going to start doing that they do it in tennis they do it in hockey they do it in every well, other al- sport there's already limited instant replay there is limited instant replay but when are, when are they going to start doing it on balls and strikes is that is that what's going to be next that, and that doesn't and that certainly doesn't speed up the process it does not it does not and that's that's one of the things about um about watching NFL and instant replay it ta- they call timeout it takes for ever to decide so i mean i don't know i just it's back to baseball i just think that they're and this is not a good idea
It's not a good idea. Um, we, and I don't ever see it working its, itself out. I, it, it's a bad idea. You know, I, I didn't like uh, interleague play when it happened. I, I wasn't a, a real big fan of it. I'm still not a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's stuck around. It's not going anywhere. No. And some people say the same thing about the designated hitter rule. How, how can you have... How can you have Major League Baseball with two leagues? I mean, just compare it to, to uh, again, to other sports. And in one league, you have one set of rules with the DH, and in the other league, you don't have that. That that in itself makes no sense. Yeah. And the fact with interleague play, I like it because how can you how can you not play all the teams? In Major League Baseball, see, it, but I think I think it it, it it soiled something special about the World Series. Yeah, mate, or the All Star Game. Well, even the yeah, but either well, the All Star Games have been soiled forever. Yeah, but you know, I just I just don't you know maybe I'm just too much of a traditionalist, but I I kind of like the older iteration. Yep. of of the leagues. I don't have a real problem if the National League continued to have their pitches hit. I you know that's 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 their business. Sure. You know, I'm an American League guy. Yep. I've been following Red American Sox League my whole life. Too. Yep, but that's but, you know, but but when you add things like this, it's gimmicky, and it, I I think it I think it spoils the game. I do I do too. You know, well, you know, the DH and inter- interleague play is one thing. Even the larger bases, all right, I, whatever. You guys sound like little bitches over this thing. Well, well like, yeah, I mean, of course. Deal. You know what? No. This is the payback for them grabbing their crotches and adjusting their gloves for the last ten to fifteen years. All right, but at years. least yeah. they kept. But yeah. at least they, they were grabbing Steve, their own crotches. That's true. It's true. You, you see some of these guys, oh, and it takes God. them for. Remember, no, no more Garcia Parra. I, I mean, know. For, you know, for f sake. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. we're so we're against it. Terrible. All I'm for it. it. We're I'm all for it. We're against. I it. am all, all right. for a pitch. Listen clock. to you being contrarian. Make the, make the game shorter. Hmm. Oh, I'm just gonna get up and adjust my my crotch like 15 <laughs> times, yeah. and then I'm gonna m- b- mess with my glove. Okay. Because I, I gotta get set again and again and again and again and again. Couldn't we just uh, eliminate the clock and and limit the crotch grabbing? It, you, I, you, you you get two per at bat. You, you, you don't do even a, get no. You don't even get any. You do it. You do it a third time yeah, and you're no, out. No grabbing. No grabbing. <laughs> no adjusting. You just get out there and uh, you swing. Yep. I, want, I want to talk about the Bruins here for a yes. second. Uh, they are going for their third seven game winning streak of the season. Yeah. Now when you think about that, when you when you because everyone's at this point understands this is, this is a pretty historic season with the Bruins. Yes. They've won twenty. They they've won forty five games. Twenty six of those games have have been won in winning streaks of six games or more or more which is i mean it's unheard unheard of of. it's unheard of and then on saturday uh linus holmark with an open net uh goal that that has only happened 15 times buddy when when your goalie when your goalie starts scoring goals all bets are off dude, after that. The dude's a scoring threat. He's a scoring threat now. <laughs> He's a threat. <laughs> you gotta have a guy on him now all the time. No, they're uh and, and they're they they're having a great year and they got better at the trade deadline, which like the, they got those uh, those two uh, defensemen and a forward from from the Capitals. They got better, you know, the rich getting richer. And I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to the game tonight. It's gonna be a late one because it's out in Edmonton. But you got David Pasternak and Connor McDavid, the two yep. top scorers in the NHL going head to head against each other. Yeah, man. I just I just hope once the the Stanley Cup playoffs start you know, you got the, one of the most dangerous series of of the first round is the one versus the eight. 
And you, if the eight somehow has a hot goaltender, you can get totally screwed. So let's let's see what they let's see what the Bruins do in the postseason. It won't be the first time they won the President's Trophy for the most points in the regular season and then got knocked out early in the playoffs. Yeah. But right now, they are just they're playing just ungodly hockey. Real quick about the uh, the Celtics too. They <laughs> they got away. They you did. Talk, you, the the clock helped them this no time. They were they were tied at the very end of the game, uh, and uh, Joel Embiid launches a seventy foot uh, shot at the buzzer. At the buzzer got waved off. It went in, synced synced it. Yeah, but he was it it, it came too late by yep. a fraction yep. of a second. Good stuff, man. R- real exciting, and and you know they still got the best uh, record in the league. Them and Milwaukee. Yeah, Bruins and Celtics are just yeah great, terrific, unbelievable, unbelievable. And- Time's over. Time's up. Pitch clock done. (laughs) Steve, my God, that was funny. It was funny. All right, I actually did something funny. uh, Look at this, seven twenty-one and a yuck. I'm gonna. I can't wait till I drive home and keep listening. All right, Nomar, time to get out. (laughs) Scott Cohen, good to see you. Good to see you guys too. It's uh, seven twenty-two with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred and Two. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 727, and John Lennon with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Winter storm warning will be in effect from 7 p.m. this evening until 7 p.m. tomorrow. Heavy snow expected. Total of snow accumulations 4 to 7 inches throughout the Pioneer Valley. But it's going to be sunny all the way up until this afternoon, so hey, not too bad. Uh, Later on this morning, we'll give you a chance to win uh, winning tickets to see Back in Black. They're going to be at the Gateway City Arts in uh, Holyoke. On March 11th, Throttle Rocker Nation is uh, is promoting the show. So uh, listen for your chance to win coming up sometime before nine o'clock today. Oh, here's uh, here's something I uh, I need, and maybe somebody has some information about it. I need a uh, a stove repair person. What's wrong with your stove? Uh, it's uh, it, there's something I can't really use it right now. It's it's a propane stove. Uh, there's something with the burner. And it's, it's not just like it's 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 a Gen Air stove. You ever see one of these things? Yeah, yeah. So it's like not it's not something that they sell at box stores or anything like that. It's kind so of a, I, like a pretty uh, fancy you, you type of thing. You need like a like a professional to come in and uh, do this. So if anybody, uh, and I, I'm looking for like a, an appliance repair person that. Uh, you know, the grandpappy taught him how to te- uh, fix appliances. Right. You know what I mean? Like yes. that kind of person. So, I hear uh, you. Uh, professional, uh, whatever, just uh, send me a name and uh, steve at rock102.com and uh, we'll go from there. Well, that'll uh, be great. Yeah. Because uh, you gotta, you can't eat on it, can you? Uh, you can. You can only use, like, the other side, though. I, 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 it, you're, it, you're, it needs to be serviced. It you, needs to be... Uh, Fixed or something. Did you, does your gas uh, stove come like these? Little, no, no, I, I I don't know the exact name of it. Like diffusers. It's like a little plate that sits on the uh, on the gas. Yeah, and it spreads the fire. Yeah. Well, that thing it, is not working right. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So like, right. is, is that thing out of uh, out of whack? It's out of whack, and there's some other things. Like it needs it needs a professional to come and like really look at it for safety purposes. Beca- because if that like thing that. is is off position yeah that could that could be your problem maybe you don't even have to call a guy in no. maybe i just got to do is fiddle around with that thing no you know what uh it's it's definitely needs uh well, even when i moved in uh one of the back burners didn't light you have to light it with a with uh, own, yeah, you know, yeah, thing. yeah so uh it, it just it needs uh, some tlc from a from a like not a maytag repairman 
but a but a, a Gen, a Gen, a Gen Air, Air guy, uh, right? Uh, guy. It's a nice stove. It's one of those bougie stoves. Like I don't know if people were like cook bacon goods in it. It's one of those convection things. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's a nice stove. But I I, got, I don't know how to fix it, and I need and I don't mess with gas. What's, I don't mess with. What could possibly go wrong with uh, gas? Uh, like an explosion, perhaps. What are the odds? They're pretty damn good. Bad. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're, you're telling me that going after like a like a like a stove, it's leaking gas. Yeah. Uh, the, with a, with the gas is wide open and going after it with a match is dangerous. Yes, very much. Are so. you sure? Yes, I'm very much. So. I so, have never heard of a single instance so, where, where gas was combustible. Professional appliance repair person Stephen Rock102.com. You can send it my way. We got news next to Rock102. Here's your weather with Bax and Nagel on Rock102. It's time for news brought to you by Taxland, Boston Road in Springfield, Cottage Street in East Hampton. Or online at taxlandonline.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Springfield Mayor Dominic Sarno explained how the fatal officer-involved shooting highlights the issue of gun violence happening across America and is calling for action to keep this from happening again. According to the Hamden DA's uh, communication director, Jim Lydon, members of the Mass State Police Gaming Enforcement Unit, along with members of the Springfield Police Department assigned to the Gaming Enforcement Unit, responded to MGM Springfield around 2 a.m. for reports of a 48-year-old male acting aggressive uh, towards others and possibly armed with a firearm within the casino. Officials said officers tried to find the 48-year-old man as he was leaving the casino heading towards Main and Union Streets. Uh, there was a foot chase after contact was made with the man. The DA's office reported shots were fired. By both the suspect and police during the chase, officials confirmed that the unnamed suspect was shot and police called for an ambulance and provided medical aid. The suspect was taken to Bay State Medical Center where he died due to the extent of his injuries. The deadly force used by officers is now under the investigation by the DA's office. Uh, the suspect's name will be released once the family has been properly notified. On Saturday, Springfield Mayor Dominic Sarno reacted to the shooting. Uh, and said yeah, they're very saddened on what occurred, and you can't turn the news on across America without hearing about gun violence, said Sarno. While Sarno cannot comment on the investigation, he told Western Mass News that, news that uh, more needs to be done in the justice system to keep violence off the city streets. I didn't mean to say Western Mass News. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, it was a kind of a, a Freudian slip, if you will. Do you have... Uh... <clears throat> Designs on certain people at Western Mass News, uh, Chris Pisano, perhaps, uh, Dan Brown. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Really? Maybe. Is that a fact? That is a fact. That's a very big fact. You know, Dave Matson is a remarkably handsome man. They're not nudes. They're just uh, slightly revealing. That's what I've always felt. It's like Pisano laying on a news couch. You know, just yeah, like in a like a news chaise. Yeah, and it says, uh, and his boxers say "anchors away" on it, <laughs> with little pictures of Madsen all over them. That <laughs> that visual will never leave my brain. Well, there you go. There you go. West Springfield police are seeking the public's help in identifying a woman involved in identity fraud on February twenty third at three forty five p.m. The identity of fraud. Uh, the identity fraud occurred at a local business on Park Street. We don't know which one. Now, here's the crazy part about it. They got a picture of the lady. Yeah. So that you can help identify her. Yeah. The very same lady who stole a previous identity. That's weird. Think about it. Think about it. Yeah, how do you sort that one out? I know. Am I crazy for thinking that? I don't think I'm crazy for thinking that. No, I don't think you're crazy at all. I think uh, it's a legitimate question. It's a very good question. 
Uh, crews in West, or I'm sorry, crews in Springfield responded to the area of North Branch Parkway and Fox Road on Saturday morning after a car struck a pole. Uh, according to the Springfield Fire, the call came in around 2.15 a.m. Officials said that one occupant had to be uh, extricated and sent to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The cause of the accident is unknown at this time. Then there was another uh, car that uh, crashed into a house uh, over the weekend. I saw that. That's crazy. Uh, who had the right of way in that situation? I uh, I believe the house always has the right of way. It's kind of like the crosswalk in Northampton. I see. Yes. Yeah. Right. When you're uh, when you're in a crosswalk in Northampton, when you're 20 feet away from that crosswalk, mm-hmm. uh, traffic is supposed to stop until your slow ass gets up to it, and then just walks across without looking either way. Now, would a turn signal change anything as far as right of way law? I don't. Th- I don't think uh, the blinker system on the uh, on the house. You know, I always when, whenever somebody mentions turn signals, it always brings me back to that video of that guy. It was it was a fake video, but he made it look so real. It was how to change your blinker fluid, and it was like this rednecky guy. But he wasn't like he wasn't like overdoing it. It yeah. was like a normal conversation type of video. Well, I'm here. I'm going to show you how to change your blinker fluid, and then he like takes a drill and he drills a hole in the in the in the tail light, and yeah. then he pours like this bottle of stuff inside and make sure they make sure your levels all the way up to the top. Change your blinker fluid. <laughs> I thought it was pretty damn funny. I don't know. I don't. You know. Yeah, honestly. Uh, sad news for Western Massachusetts. Former U.S. Representative John Olver. A Democrat who represented Western Mass communities for more than two decades in Congress uh, has passed away. He was 86 years old. Uh, Over served in uh, both the Massachusetts House and Senate before winning a 1991 special election for the congressional seat left vacant by the death of Republican Silvio O. Conti. You know, I mean, no disrespect to uh, to John Olver at all. I no disrespect at all. I thought he was 86 years old 20 years ago. Why is your watch going? I don't know. I thought he was 86 20 years ago. Yeah, well, we saw him 10 years ago. That means he was 76. Remember that we we saw him at the parade. We interviewed him at the uh, at the Holyoke parade yes. when we were actually invited to be on the. Um, Ooh, that's a, that's maybe longer than 10 years ago. I'm trying to find that commercial. With uh, he's been everywhere, man. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, John Old, no, John Oliver. Eh, see, it, that's the problem. His name is too close to John Oliver's, so yeah. that's all the videos you're going to see. I want to find that where uh, everywhere, man. That was a good, uh, a John, good campaign. It was, it was a damn good campaign, and I can't believe that we don't do that anymore. We didn't have, we don't have another candidate to come up with that particular song. You could rip off the song. Somebody will do it. Richie Neal could do it. He's been everywhere. Well, no, I'm sorry. He sends people everywhere. I've been nearly everywhere. I get these. I've no- been to various places, not all of them. I get these notifications from his office because he's my representative now, right? right? And uh, it says, "Yeah, well, someone from his office will be at the Huntington Town Hall between one and two p.m. on whatever Tuesday." And I'm like, "Oh, well, that's nice that he's representing all of Western Massachusetts." That's right. Uh, let's see. Uh, a woman in Florida named Shannon Hunter has been charged with urine testing fraud. She was due to provide a drug test last week, but she must have known that she wouldn't pass uh, because she did not pee in the cup. Instead, she filled a pill bottle with soda and tap water, 
hit it. Then during the test, she secretly used that. Now, I don't know what kind of soda it was, but I'm uh, assuming it was Mountain Dew. I mean, that's probably like the only thing that would look similar, yeah. somewhat similar. I just found the uh, a John Olver ad. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. You want to hear it? Sure. Or are we off of the uh, John Olver? Can we finish this story and then uh, we'll I'm, go I, into the I John thought Olver you were, thing? I thought you were done. I didn't realize I was interrupting. No, I, I'm not done yet. Uh, okay, then go on. Or maybe it was ginger ale. There's no reason to add soda unless you're using it for color. How about right? a Fanta? No, Fanta's too orange. What do you got, orange pee? Well, grape. It sounds like the uh, probation officials called Shannon faking the test in the moment, but either way, she wasn't going to get away with it. A soda, a soda and water mix would surely result in a failed test. Shannon pleaded no contest and will have to spend 20 days in jail, pay fines, and she could have her probation revoked. Her rap sheet includes convictions for theft, possession of drug paraphernalia, domestic battery, narcotics possession, and driving without a license. She's fighting that one. That's the one she's All right, fight. let's go hear uh, John Mulder. All right, uh, John Olver. I'm John Olver, and I approve this ad so voters from Adams to Ware will know I've been everywhere. I've been to Hopeford, Glamford, Egremont, Charlemont, Clarksburg, Pittsburgh, Williamsburg, Lunenburg, Palamo, Cam, Ashburn, Hatterian, and Palmway, Monterey. Too many for me to say I've been everywhere, man. It's worse than mass, I'm there, man. Pittsfield, yeah. Sheffield, Chesterfield, Westfield, Hatfield, Ashfield, Northfield, Middlefield, Ralston, Templeton, Phillipson, Winterton, Auburn. Congressman John Olver, he knows Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, he does. All the towns that Richie Neal has never stepped foot in. Oh, I'm sure he's stepped foot in them. <laughs> but but no more than just like two to three seconds at a time. Yeah, he probably got there and go, there is no way in hell I'm campaigning in this town. Ashburnham? Yeah. What am I doing here? And then he got his, uh, then he got his uh, driver to take him somewhere else. <laughs> Anywhere else. I don't care where we're going. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that was a... Uh, uh, that was a good campaign. So uh, rest in peace. Uh, John Olver, mm-hmm. you uh, you gave us that song. And we'll never forget. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, a winter storm warning will be in effect from 7 p.m. tonight until 7 p.m. tomorrow. Heavy snow expected. Total accumulations 4 to 7 inches throughout the Pioneer Valley. It is uh, currently 27 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, uh, yeah. Experience the... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 749 Rush with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, I'm in a rush to tell you about the weather. Uh, sorry, we were talking about uh, stuff off the air. Yeah. Hey, uh, it's uh, there's going to be a winter storm warning in effect from 7 p.m. tonight until 7 p.m. tomorrow. And uh, what does that mean? Well, heavy snow expected. Total accumulations, four to seven inches. So... Happy Monday into Tuesday. Yeah, but later on today, we'll give you a, a chance to kind of turn that frown upside down. We'll have tickets to see Back in Black at the Gateway City Arts uh, Music Hall in uh, in Holyoke. Uh-huh. Great place to see a show. Uh, they're going to be there on March 11th. We'll tell you more details about that sometime next hour. All righty. Okay. Uh, well, see, I don't... All right, ready? I don't have the thing in front of me to play that uh, that <sighs> that opening for the, for the benchmark, right? All right, ready? And now hear this with Bats and Nagel on Rock 102. I've actually got it if you want me to play it. You can do it again. Go ahead. Okay. Go! Oh, yeah. Okay. On Rock 102. Now hear this with Bats and Nagel on Rock 102. 
What the hell is going on in this studio? This you know morning? what? I don't even know. Headphone pieces missing, computers not working. Uh, Buttons not engaged. Yes, but join us for a Zoom meeting at 1130 for something new that we're giving you. Uh, clip number one. A yes. Houston man had his F-350 truck stolen. That's the big one. That is a big one. Uh, he's stolen from him when thieves called up a locksmith and had them make a new key to get in and start the vehicle. Uh, here's the truck owner, Sean Coffey, talking about the locksmith. The locksmith helping the thieves steal the truck. Sit there and allow somebody to basically rekey it and steal it for three hours and nobody say anything or do anything to stop it. It's beyond me. So there were a lot of things that gave them the opportunity to say, hey, wait a minute. You know, I had a, a locksmith at my house when I moved in. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I get in conversations with, with people. I think this guy was from like Northampton or something. And I said, uh, I, I said, why well, you can just kind of get in like anywhere? Like, what's to stop you? And he and he tells me he's like, you're supposed to like check all this paperwork and identification. Like, do you own this home? Like right. when he came to my house, he had to like check to make sure that I lived there, mm-hmm. and or I had documentation. I hadn't had my license changed yet, but I had to provide documentation that I bought the house and I was changing the locks because you don't know like who you're dealing yeah. with. But if, I, in, in a case like a like this truck, yeah, yeah, the uh, the scoff law could say, well, all my identifying paperwork is right there in the glove box. Yeah. So if you let me into this truck, I'll just hop right into it and grab the paperwork you need. So he gets the guy into the truck. Guy gets in the truck to pretend to like reach over to the glove compartment. Yeah. And he guns it, and he runs. He, he, he drives away. That's what I would do yeah. if I if I were. Uh, <clears throat> a dishonest type? I I don't know. It just seems a little. Uh, there seems to seems like there should be a better vetting process to find out if you're the actual owner of the vehicle. That would be great, but but then it's not again, the way the world works. Well, then again, I mean, nobody like AAA doesn't really check to see if you have the card on you. You know how many times I've had that card out calling AAA and they, their guys like whatever, like just hook it up. Yeah, but by go. that point, by the time AAA is contacted. They've, oh, already, the tr- they've, they've already, already checked. To they see know it. who you are. They know who you are, yeah. and they know whether or not your membership is and, up to date. And they know your car is registered on that particular yeah. account. So. Yeah. Uh, clip number two. The FBI is investigating multiple ATMs dumped in a creek in Washington, D.C. Here are members of the community, David Knotts and Benham Merrick Bikini something, talking sure. about all of the strange stuff found in this creek. This is be a place where people go go down there. You know, maybe take their kids and walk to the parks. They shouldn't walk there and see ATMs. I find a lot of weird stuff. As you see, you find an ATM in the creek. You find a payphone in the past. You know, a lot of crazy stuff. Okay, where is this? Because I'm bringing my magnet for magnet fishing. That's like, <laughs> if this is the place I'm going to find something. Now it's going to be in this particular creek. Is there still money in the ATM machine? Uh, I don't think there was any money left. I think the money had been stolen from the ATM. I don't know. It's not yeah. easy to get into. And it's just ATM. It's not ATM machine. Machine is part of the acronym. Otherwise, it would be ATM machine machine. No, it, that would be, That'd be three, adding three, three machines. You're right. It's okay. just ATM. Okay. All right. Good to know. I'm just correcting you. Because you seem like you need that. I don't. I mean, I used to, I'm just going to say I'm going to go to the bank. Yeah. Uh, a Tennessee woman is suing a, a Walmart for $3 million because she says she sustained injuries after she was hit by a group of shopping carts being pushed by an employee. Here's Christine Christopher explaining her case. 
When I came back to myself, I realized I had been hit. My legs were scarred up. My neck was hurting. My back was hurting. I had a lawyer during that time, but now I'm representing myself. In Walmart, we've been going to court, but they've been denying that this ever happened, and they're not Walmart. Well, I'm suing them for $3 million. I don't know what I'll be getting, but that's what I'm asking for. Uh, you ain't getting that. Yeah, you're not getting diddly squat. Do they have any of this uh, situation on video? Well, that's this security. Is, this is what I don't understand. Why would a TV station do this? This is some kind of whatever this in Tennessee TV. Yeah. Why wouldn't you ask if there was surveillance footage? Because they have cameras all over those damn parking lots. You're, you're going to be stunned to hear the answer. Yeah. But the news, local news media in mm. Tennessee, is no better than the one we have here. I'm the number one fan of the man. Tennessee. I'm sure you are. Yeah. I'm sure you are. But when it comes to news, they're probably yeah. not doing any more work than we are up here. No, they're probably doing the same thing that 22 is doing, going, well, we didn't hear anything from anybody, so I guess it's yeah. all settled. This is what we saw. We saw a woman talk about a yeah. lawsuit. Yeah. We saw a woman uh, complaining that she uh, was run over by shopping carts. Yeah. Tomorrow, the 22 News I team will do the deadly shopping carts in your local uh, supermarket. Yeah. And we will, quote unquote, air quotes, keep you updated with any new but, developments. You know what I'm seeing now is all of these reports now because of that train derailment out in Ohio. Yeah. Now it's like, are the trains safe near your house? <laughs> and let me Could tell you, chemicals destroy me, your property? Let me tell you, I worked in the with the choo-choos over in West Springfield. There ain't nothing safe in a rail yard anywhere. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you. And uh, finally, our last clip, a lawmaker in Florida, of course, is pushing to repeal a law that states you can't purchase a bottle of wine that is over one gallon. Here is uh, Florida State Rep Chip LaMarca. This really hitting the hard yeah. problems of Florida about why he thinks it would be a good idea to get rid of this rule. If you purchase or import into the state of Florida a larger than one gallon uh, bottle of wine, it's a... Uh a misdemeanor in the first go around if you get caught the second time it is a third degree felony so punishable by fines and possibly jail time to buy a bottle of wine so we think that's kind of ridiculous people have better things to do with their time and certainly our men and women in, in blue have a lot better things to do with their time so i think we uh, should just repeal this bad law and allow people to buy a very large bottles of wine i like that uh, creepy music i was just gonna say what's with the ambient uh keyboard behind him oh that was like uh it was like that remember that john edwards show where he'd come out and he'd talk to the dead yeah, like that was that's like the music coming up. Somebody's going to get arrested for carrying a bottle of wine that is over one gallon. Somebody's very thirsty from beyond the grave. The, 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 this is this is why I hate politicians because they come up with the stupidest arguments. Like like this is really important. Yeah. Like oh my god, we can't buy wine. Yo, because it's so hard to buy two big bottles to make a gallon. Like, what's the difference? Like, how much booze are you drinking that you require to yeah. have it carried in a in a bottle that's one gallon or more? I think I think Dom Sarno would be uh, would be best served if he had some sort of keyboard player behind him playing like your know, dramatic you know, music behind him. Well, uh, careful what you wish for, Bax. We might have some of that audio coming up sometime. This oh, week. good. Yeah, we could uh, We could take it. Let's take some audio when he's talking about them dirt bikes or something, and then we'll put some dramatic music behind it. <laughs> Very you, can't, good. you can't do anything, like, you know, super serious. Like, it can't be, like, a shooting or a... No, no, no. no it's it has to be, be something. It has to be something uh, kind of innocuous. Kind of.
Nothing's really innocuous with Dom Sarno. But, no, I understand. But but it has to be something. It can't be a tragic story. Right. Yeah. It has to be something silly, like dogs or right. dirt bikes or, or something. Or illegal dumping. Or, yeah, like, or uh, the people uh, riding them horses down the street. Remember that? We ever had a problem with that? Uh-huh. I, tell, I, I went up to that horse and I said, listen, listen, Mr. Ed, <laughs> I run these streets here. You know what he did? He ran right back to his stable and he never came back out. Really? Yeah. Huh. He's afraid of me. I'm not the horse whisperer. I'm the horse demanding, yelling, yeah. <laughs> screaming, whatever. I heard one the other day where Dom Sarno was wearing sunglasses Yeah, to protect the sun. Oh, yeah, yeah, because the sun doesn't want to get burned from Sarno rays. That's what I heard. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good idea. Yeah. That uh, that is what is that what we call now? Hear this. <laughs> it's seven fifty nine with Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred two. And now Bax's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get instant savings with your Rocky's Ace Rewards card. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As you know, we live in a society of rules. Without rules, our society would be nothing more than a lawless, unorganized, anarchistic dumpster fire. I certainly wouldn't want to live that way, and I assume it's probably one or two of you who would probably feel the very same way as well. Unfortunately, when rules are stupid, it is our civic responsibility to demand change, establish militias, and fortify our discontent with fervent resolve. And if that doesn't work for you, then you do what I do. Get a radio show and act like a crybaby. On Saturday, the Boston Red Sox were involved in a travesty of justice. As some of you might know, the Red Sox were handed a tie in their preseason opener against the Atlanta Braves. How, you say? By watching the Braves commit an ill-timed pitch clock violation with bases loaded in the ninth inning. Here's how it happened. Brave shortstop Cal Conley was up to bat against Red Sox reliever Robert Kwiatkowski. In what should have been a horrible bases loaded base on balls, which would have drawn in a run to end the game, Conley violated the newly installed pitch clock rule, which required the batter to be in the batter's box within the final eight seconds of a 20-second countdown between pitches. Failure to be ready in the final eight seconds results in an automatic strike against the batter. In this case, rather than Conley drawing a walk, he was called out on strikes, ending the game in a 6-6 tie. Yes, the Red Sox walked out of there without losing, but don't kid yourself. This stupid rule will eventually wind up biting the Red Sox on the ass, too. And while some of you are under the delusion that a pitch clock will somehow magically speed up the game of the baseball to make it better, I would argue that it will, in fact, ruin it. Because baseball should never be about a countdown. Instead, it should be about winning honestly. If that means you have to rely on players doing something complicated, like counting things, then you're just asking for problems. And when it finally happens against us, you might want to be ready with your pitchfork and torches because things are going to get ugly. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm looking at the steel shelving unit, 110 bucks, six feet tall, five shelves. I'm looking at it on the Rocky's app on my phone. You can find it on the sales flyer on the app at Rockies.com or pick up a paper copy at every store location. What's on sale at Rocky's? It's always at your fingertips at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 812 and Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be sunny uh, for the most part of today with a high of 36, but then a winter storm warning is going to be in effect from 7 p.m. tonight until 7 p.m. tomorrow with heavy snow expected, total accumulations 4 to 7 inches. So good luck with all of that. Well, there you go. It's 27 uh, in downtown Springfield. Later this hour, your chance of winning a ticket to back in black at the Gateway City Arts in Holyoke on March 11th. Uh, Throttle Rocker Nation is uh, is doing that show, so we'll uh, give you more information about how you can win tickets sometime before nine o'clock today. Yeah, I told you. I just saw them uh, Friday night at MGM. It's a good band. It's a it's real a gr- good band. It's a great band, and uh, I always like the ones that really like put the effort into it to make you feel like you're you don't even know that you're watching a cover band. You know what I mean? Like they they do such a good job mm-hmm. uh, that it almost. Sounds better than the original, I'm Un- just saying. Uh, unless, unless you're putting so much into the show yeah. that you it almost makes you forget that you're even watching. The best, the best. Uh, I told this before, one of the best tribute bands I've ever saw was a Van Halen tribute band. This yeah. was in Illinois. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the the uh, the David Lee Roth, mm-hmm. uh, guy, the guy who was singing, uh, was wearing like a, like a skin-tight bodysuit. And he was probably about my size. That was your favorite part of the show, wasn't it? The guy was just hilarious. I mean, yeah. imagine a big, chubby guy in a full-body leotard grinding and humping every table in a bar. Sign me up. Fantastic. Hey, so much fun. Do you want to reach into the mailbag? Wait, do you got a letter? I got a letter. You do. Yeah. Oh, letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. Mail, 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 mail today. Oh, letters. Oh, we get letters. Oh, boy. Mailman. Mail today. Now, it's the old mailbag here at the Backs of Angle Show. This one uh, coming to it. This actually came uh, the day after we went on vacation. Well timed, but it was it was regarding our last day of vacation. Now I always redact the names because I don't know if these people really want to be. You know, they're writing in. It's not like you're calling in and you're, and you're saying something. So I'll just uh, okay, Mrs. X. I never had anything uh, I've written be dacked. What? Redact- we redacted or, or, redact- or dacked? I would imagine the opposite of redacting would be dacked. Well, uh, I don't know. Do you grab your dact uh, a lot? <laughs> Sometimes, if I feel an itch, more so much that we need a we we need a dact clock in here to make sure you're not dacting all day long, <laughs> touching your dacting. Um, tough acting, redacting. <laughs> tough acting, redacting. There you go. Well, here's uh, here's a, hello, fellows. I hope this email finds you well. Often I thought to write you to express my appreciation for your show, but my squirrel brain forgets. But today, after like 15 plus years probably, I said I have to do it. On an average day, you get me to smile while I'm in the car by myself heading to work. But today, you killed me. I was heading to work, starting a new job, preparing for another day of orientation. But a little anxiety was settling in, starting in a new place. I'm getting close to the long entrance and I went from smiling to laughing out loud in the car by myself. Like an actual bounce-up, up-and-down laugh just melted my anxiety away. It was the rolling on the river with the infamous slap at the end to complete the song. <laughs> of course, this behavior by Mr. Ike, I actually had to look up his name, I forgot, not that I should be remembered, but should forever be denounced. But the 
freaking cleverly, uh, clevery, uh, I know that's not a real word, of listening to you guys, uh, improving, singing, oh my God, it just set me off so funny. Oh, the tick picks was also a doozy. I don't remember. I don't remember the tick. That was that was the doctor taking picture of this tick bite that I had. Oh and yeah, I yeah. said, "Are you taking unsolicited tick pics of my leg?" <laughs> uh, one of them. One of the many. Just have to say thanks so much. You make this chick smile every day. Hey, are there any awards for longtime listeners like having lunch with you guys? If listening over X amount of years, or shameless plug to ask you all to lunch. I just would love to get a glimpse of the background, you guys. Uh, j- you just make me laugh so much. Needed in the world these days. I'm a nurse. They say become a nurse. They say you'll love it. Laughing is a huge coping mechanism for me. Well, drinking's number one, then laughing. Uh, Okay, kidding. Regardless, uh, wish you all the best and a heartfelt thank you, and keep on singing. Best regards, Mrs. X. Yeah, that's uh, that's very nice. Someone had a lot of time in their hands. They did have a lot of time in their hands. To write that much. Yeah, it's, it's it's a bit much. First of all, we don't offer lunches. If somebody wants to buy me a lunch who happens to work in a management position in this company. I will take that any oh, day any, of the week. Any, or they give us the uh, the yeah. company credit card to buy a lunch. Yes, yes, yes which is very rare. We don't, uh, that's like unicorn kind of stuff. Yeah, but I think we need, yeah. I think, you know, for the betterment of the show, we should try doing that more. So, uh, you know, and, and there's so many people who have listened for so long mm-hmm. that we simply just don't have the time. It's not enough meals in the day to, to, uh, to dine with everybody. No. No, no. So that was a that was a letter I received on vacation. I really didn't do anything. Uh, I, I I basically reorganized some of my house. Mm-hmm. I um, I went to. I told you I went to Interskate ninety one. Right. You know what else I did? What you do? Last weekend, um, uh, my my oldest daughter is a huge fan of Titanic for some reason. Did she know how the movie ended? She knows exactly how the movie ends. Okay. She knows uh she knows the whole story. She knows the it's like a history fascination, but then like the fascination of the love story on the Titanic. Oh, of thing. course. Of course. Twelve year old kid. Right. Yeah, whatever. Yes. So uh old soul, if you will. Okay. The movie came out twenty five years ago, right? <laughs> so I had the opportunity to get some passes to go see the re they put it back in the theaters and they do it like an IMAX uh type of deal. Okay. You put the 3D glasses on. Oh, yeah. And um, so uh, my kid says, uh, hey, I, I want to take two friends uh, to this movie. And I got these free passes, and I'm like, all right, well, you know what? You guys go to the movies, and I'll just hang out in the background, and or not not go in. Uh, but you'll, I'll do, do some. You'll do other I'll things. I'll do other things. And uh, so I, 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 she brings uh, two, two boys with her, uh, uh, Pete and Peter. Pete the, and repeat? Pete and repeat. Yeah, yeah that, right. there you go. It's more like go. Pete and repeat. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, these kids uh, these kids uh, get, get in the car, and uh, we drive to the movie theater. And I said, okay, uh, listen, uh, enjoy your three-hour movie. <laughs> I'll be back here uh, to get you when you're done, right? Okay. So, uh, now, I didn't have a conversation with these, uh, these young men in the car uh, of what they were expecting to see or... You know, I just didn't really even cross my mind. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. A kid in your class, your friend asks you to go to a movie, you go to a movie. That's sure. No big deal. Like, the movie ends, and I'm sitting in the lobby, and I'm waiting for them to come out, and they, they come out of the movie theater, and uh, this one young man has this, like, really, like, disheveled look on his face. Like, he just saw a ghost or something. And I said, <laughs> what, what's the matter, pal? And he goes, I didn't know it sank. 
And I'm like, <laughs> what? And he goes, I didn't know the boat sank. And I'm like, well, what did you think Titanic was? And he's like, well, I knew it was a boat and it was like the story. Yeah. But I didn't know that it sank. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? He probably didn't know that. Yeah. He probably didn't know. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> what kind of position have I just put this young man into? Because everybody thinks of Titanic as like, ah, it's that cheesy love story with Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. But the reality is there's people jumping to their deaths off yeah, a boat into right. the cold Atlantic Ocean. And here's this kid seeing it not in the way it was intended to be seen. <laughs> But now with 3D glasses, uh, yeah, yeah, which makes it even you know, more realistic. Yeah. It's like your, it's like you're sinking with the Listen, ship. I had a free pass to the movie. I'm looking for a free pass for a child therapist because this kid's gonna probably need one. <laughs> yeah, the ironic part is, 25 yeah. years ago when that movie came out, yeah, the only reason people went to see that yeah. movie was to see the boat sink. Right, right. But that, I, that, but was, but, that was like the main character, the sinkage. Right, but but it has become this cultural thing of this like fictional love story that never even happened on that boat. <laughs> you know, and uh, I was just like, yeah. eh, I don't know. I, I just to surprise the kid, I guess. Now, wouldn't it be something if you found out this kid's mother yeah. was a nurse who loves our show? Well, that could be. Yeah. Why? Why is she writing in? <laughs> Eight twenty-two with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. GG Inks Screen Printing. Eight thirty-two with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by uh, Naples Home Buyers. They buy homes as is and offer solutions to any problems. Naples Home Buyers. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. Uh, there's a huge uh, winter storm warning uh, going to be in effect tonight from 7 p.m. until 7 p.m. tomorrow. Four to seven inches in the uh, in the Pioneer Valley. And, of course, uh, that is brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winterstorm Headquarters, before and after the storm. And uh, I meant to say that. I'm glad well, you, okay. I'm glad I, you, uh, you chimed in. Well, I'm on the ball with these things. Um, it's like... We didn't have a winter at all, and now we only have, like, three weeks left of it. And it's like, oh, let's play catch up. You know, I mean, I, I I know that until May rolls around, we're never completely out of it. Yeah. But this late winter stuff is kind of stupid. Well, you know, I, it's like, you know, you know yeah, pick, a, pick a month and, I, and then make it early. I was uh, uh, outside playing with the kids last Wednesday. It was like nearly 70 degrees <laughs> I know. at my house. And then the next night it was like, oh, there's ice. And it's like that candy shell coating ice uh, that gets left all over the place. And you got to knock it off with, a, with like a pickaxe. Oh, I know. I hear you. Uh, Kenneth Santana Rodriguez, the man accused of shooting and killing an employee of a salon in the Holyoke Mall, is said to be in district court today. A probable cause hearing is scheduled for 23-year-old uh, Ken- Kenneth Santana Rodriguez uh, later this morning. In a, here, uh, this is what uh, you need to know. In a probable cause hearing, a judge listens to testimony from witnesses and determines whether the evidence is enough to send the case to superior court. Is that how they do it? Yes. I but, was always very, very confused about what exactly they do. Uh, Rodriguez is uh, charged with murder in the death of 33-year-old Trung Tran of West Springfield. Tran was an employee of the Touch of Beauty Hair and Nail Salon, who prosecutors say was shot when a dispute between Rodriguez and another man inside the salon turned violent. 
The uh, victim was caught in the crossfire and died before he could be taken to the hospital, uh, according to the DA's office. Uh, let's see. One person is dead after a police-involved shooting in the area of Union and Main Streets in Springfield on Saturday. According to the Mass State Police, uh, Dave Procopio, at 2 a.m. on Saturday, troopers were assigned that were assigned to the Mass State Police gaming and the troopers at the casino. Why can't? Why do we have to like say that? <laughs> Because the Mass State Police Gaming uh, uh, Enforcement Unit, the cops, casino cops. I mean, they're state cops, but they just happen to be at the casino. Right. Uh, as a result of the incident, a police-involved shooting occurred. Uh, according to the DA's uh, spokesperson, Jim Lydon, members of the Mass, members of the Casino Police, uh, along with members of the Springfield Police Department assigned to the uh, unit, received reports of a 48-year-old man that was acting aggressively towards others and possibly had a firearm at the casino. Investigators located the man. He was, he was leaving the casino and headed in the direction of Un- Main and Union Streets. A foot pursuit then ensued when contact was made with him. During the foot chase, shots were fired in exchange between the man and responding officers. The man was hit during the exchange, which resulted in officers requesting an ambulance and medical aid. The man was sent to Bay State in Springfield, where he later passed away. Hamden DA Anthony Galuni and members of his office will be doing an investigation into the use of force in the shooting. Uh, 22 News was at the incident and could see four state police cruisers and caution tape blocking off the CVS and other businesses. But were you able to find out any information that people might be able to use? No. Uh, Like, you know, the CVS was probably closed anyway. (laughs) Like, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. I don't know. They were on their break. Um, But, uh, hey, uh, we saw that stuff. The investigation into the incident is being led by the Hamden D.A., the Mass State Police Detective Unit assigned to the DA's office and the Springfield Police Department's Detective Bureau. Uh, 22 News will continue to update the story as soon as more information becomes available. As soon as one of our people sees the caution tape come down. I will hold my bated breath. We saw that caution tape being taken off the front of that CVS. And we got no additional information as to what happened and why they took it down. You know, I was wondering if they put caution tape outside of a CVS, do they just ask the CVS, can we have some of that, can we have a receipt for a pack of gum to put up on the outside? Probably get more of the receipt than you would the caution tape. That's what I'm getting at. There's a waste not, want not, you know. The other day I was at a CVS, and I'm not going to say what I bought, but it was a a non-prescription item. Okay, one item. One. One. 15 feet of uh, of receipt. 15 feet. 15 feet. That's ridiculous. For one item. Was it really 15 feet, or are you exaggerating that? I tend to exaggerate all measurements. It is very long, though. All right. It was a good five feet. Would I, you believe four and a half? See, I've done the whole, I put in a, like a, my junk email address. Mm-hmm. If you put in a junk email address under your CVS card, all your receipts get sent to your email. And I don't have notifications for that particular email because it's a junk email thing. Okay. Yeah, and uh, you just have yeah, but the you could you could be wasting that. valuable uh, CVS rewards points. No, because you have the app, and if you have the app, you can check and clip all those coupons that you want for those CVS mm, savings. Yeah, you got an answer for everything. Uh, it's your CVS extra bucks. That's what I, that's what I meant to say. You know what they uh, they don't offer at CVS? What mental health uh, help for? The uh, suffering that you get when standing in line waiting them for them to open up a register at CVS. Or when you get there at 1230 and realize they're on their one-hour break for lunch. Yeah, I, I, I really do have a problem with people who take way too long to do a transaction. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, this should not take more than two minutes. I had a doctor's appointment last week, mm-hmm. right? Because that's pretty much what I did all last week. I just went to go see doctors. And uh, just, you know, it was like a normal follow-up. And you know how you got to check out at the end of your appointment? Yeah. All right. Well, so the way this goes is there's an area where there's a lady, and she's behind uh, your bulletproof glass, and uh, there's uh, an old guy, and then this woman, and then me. And there's only one woman working. There's like there's like four bays that you know people could have been working, but there was only one woman working. And so there was this old guy, right, mm-hmm. <clears throat> who took almost 15 minutes to check out because he kept asking more and more questions. And it's like the lady keeps looking at me and I keep looking at the lady and the two of us are looking at this old guy like mm-hmm. he's got all the time in the world to wait to check out. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're going to the doctor and you're waiting to see the doctor. Yeah. Okay. He gets backed up. This guy was wasting everybody's time by asking a million questions to the woman who really these questions should have gone to the doctor. You know what? I, I had an experience with somebody. It was the guy who was uh, coming to paint my house, right? Yeah. He comes over the house, and uh, I, 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 I said, I'm going to call you Columbo from now on. And he's like, why? And he goes, because oh, you keep saying one, and one more thing. And he's always had one more thing. You, that's what I call people who do that. I would call that person a Columbo. He's a Columbo. And one more thing. Uh, when is my appointment again? <laughs> is he looking at you with that lazy eye and like, oh, oh yeah. Side? yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you know, oh, the weather was really, uh, was real. I slept in today. Yeah, and I, yeah. and I couldn't find my shoes. Hey, here's, I, here, here's the problem. He's an old guy. He probably doesn't have anybody to talk to. Yeah. And that's his conversation for the day. And this poor lady who was working was the only sunshiny face he saw her all day? Couldn't he have asked questions to somebody else? Didn't she sign up for that job to be talking to the public? Yeah, but you know, but even she realizes, you know, there's a line forming here. Okay. And after so, 15 minutes, it was, you know, me, this woman, and then, you know, other people started to fall in line. So, it was and, like a big backup. Yeah, and so that to me is not a professional uh, handling that situation. The professional would have said, "Thank you. Yeah, I get it, sir. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know what? We do have other uh, customers uh, patients uh, waiting. I, mm-hmm. I need to get to those, but I hope you have a great day, sir. And just, you know, appease the man and uh, just you know, get him out of the get him uh, out of the building. I'm not an impatient guy. But if I'm starting to feel impatient, then you know something's probably going on. You're an impatient outpatient. Hmm? How about that? I actually consider myself to be a rather patient outpatient. But in this case, I was impatient. Yes, but Because again, my patients had worn thin. This sounds like the fault of the person running the desk. Again, I don't want to point fingers. I'm pointing fingers at the old guy, not uh, the people that I may have to deal with later on in the, in the future. I don't think you're doing this properly. Clearly, I'm not. That, that's when you should have stepped in. And stay, And what you do is you steamroll the conversation. Mm-hmm. You start, you get involved in the conversation just a little bit. Let's say you know he's what? talking about fishing lures, and you're like, yeah, I had a fishing lure once. By the way, I had a fishing lure once, and I waited so long, much like I'm waiting very long for this transaction. See, I was kind of facing a situation where I was kind of waiting for the lady to say something because she was next. But that's what I'm talking about. I know. There's a failure on all parts here. You didn't do your job. She didn't do her job. And now this guy's yipping and yapping for 15 minutes about nothing. See, she and I were not communicating enough. 
he couldn't stop communicating. Oh, I can't. And it's like, you know, well, then what are you going to do? And you know, right. by, by the time I was seen, there were like three or four people behind me. And all I had to do was set in another appointment, give her my paperwork, and boom, I'm out the door. I would, I would have stepped in and said something and gotten oh, this thing uh, moving along. Too much. But too to, much. But you sat there and you stood there and you watched this man mm-hmm. have this conversation. You probably know the whole conversation, obviously. You I do. You were listening to it all. He's talking about nonsense. Well, give me one example of what he was talking about. I don't know where I left my wallet. Okay. Hey, you know what? Uh, you know what? You do? Then you jump in. You know what you should get? Uh, this coworker of mine has one of these air tags he puts in his wallet so he knows exactly where his wallet is all the time. Now, I'm going to get lab work done because apparently something wrong with my shrinking prostate. Oh, well, there you go. Sit down, sir. They'll be with you in a second. By the way, I got to get this uh, appointment taken care of. That's what all you need to do. You just need to insert yourself into the conversation, steamroll this whole man out of the way and uh if it were only so simple guide him guide him to a breakfast joint hey there's yeah, this great right. breakfast joint down the street where they love old people talking oh how's your cholesterol yeah. oh super high Dave, here's a, a yeah. great breakfast place that's that uh, the serving bacon by the pound they even have that one guy that comes in every morning at 5 a.m and buys a newspaper and then leaves it for everybody else to read yeah right so you can go do that too much. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, sunny uh, all the way up until later this afternoon, and then the clouds start moving in. And what happens after that? Well, a winter storm warning will go into effect from 7 p.m. until 7 p.m. tomorrow, where heavy snow will be expected, accumulations 4 to 7 inches. Good luck with all that. It's 30 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 851 and Allison Chains with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Hey, you already know it's going to snow big time tonight. I don't know as much and not much else I can tell you. Four to seven inches possible, depending on where you are. I'm uh, hoping we, we're in that uh, that zone again that just gets yeah. like nothing. And uh, I don't have to do a lot of shoveling. Right, right. You don't want to do a lot of shoveling. Guy my age and my kind of uh, no. condition no. shouldn't be uh, touching shovels. No, you shouldn't be touching any kind of equipment that requires force, use of force. Like yes, I mean, physical work or activity. A- any any kind of activity like that is always going to be a bad thing for me. Uh, so I, I told you a couple of weeks ago, uh, I went to have lunch downtown uh, Springfield with uh, my lovely girlfriend. And sure. we went to Theodore's. Right. And she parks out in front of Theodore's, probably like, you know, five spaces away from the building. Right. Okay? And it's, a, it's one of the first spaces. Now, I didn't have any change on me. Neither of us had change on me. But I... I said, I have that app, you know, the app, the parking authority app. So I have the app and I, and I, and I'm, I'm like, I don't even really know how to use this thing. I know I downloaded the app and uh, I do have the right app. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not that I don't have the right one. And then uh, I follow the instructions on the side of the parking meter. Now I'm looking at the parking meter and uh, there's two sides to the parking meter. One says, let's see if I can find this right. One side says spot number 266. And the one to the right would say spot 267, right? Makes sense. Okay. We are parked in spot 266, right? Yeah. I even have the uh, the thing that I paid for it, the receipt that I paid. Okay. It's a, that, you know, actually, you know, this we, we were still 40, we still had 45 minutes to finish okay. the parking time. I just put in the max time or whatever. Yeah. And I even have that, and it says space number 266, zone 1981, just like they said on the side of the meter. Now, 
The ticket says speed, uh, meter number 269L. And I go, well, that's not space 269. Yeah. On the other side of the meter is this crappy, like, that white lettering that says 269 on it. And I said, that's not how it says to pay for this, though. On the other side, there's a professional sticker that has, you know, like, it's not like handwritten numbers or anything. These are, like, denoting that this is space 266 and this is uh, 267 or whatever. Yet they're telling, uh, we're in violation because we're violating spot 269 uh, on the left. Yeah. So there's nobody around. I don't know where these people hide, these sparking people. (laughs) Like, what the hell? Are you just walking around with a thing? But I really wanted to confront the person who did that because what number are you supposed to follow? Are you supposed to follow the number that's on the one side that has white lettering on it? Or are you supposed to follow the number that's in professional writing on the other side now, if, with if, a sticker on it? And you wonder if you had gone it the other way, you know, would you have been tagged for not payment on the other side? That's, with the other number. Well, you probably would have because yeah. 269 is the number they're going by, but 269 isn't the number that's on the instructions on how to pay for the parking. So there's we sat there for like another 25 minutes just hoping that we would run into at least the person writing the tickets. And I don't know how what they're – they always seemingly are there when you don't want them there. And but never there when never you need there them. Never there when you need them. So I said, well, I'm definitely filing an appeal over this because this is ridiculous. That's $25 to park for, you know, cost you maybe $1.50 or a dollar. Yeah. So I, I filled out the whole thing right then and there online. I went on my phone, filled out, put all the information in, saying I have evidence and all that stuff. Well, then uh, my girlfriend just gets a notice in the mail saying, hey, by the way, your hearing is coming up. And it's 2 o'clock this Wednesday, which is the exact time that I have a physical doctor's appointment that I have to be there for. Okay. And she's working, so neither one of us can get on this call to refute these charges. And it says you have to be available up to two hours for your hearing. It's a phone call, but it's up to two hours. Two hours? To get your hearing. This is the biggest crock of shiznit I have ever seen. It's, it is such that it, because now I'm going to have to pay the ticket. Yeah. I'm going to have to pay the ticket because if I don't, I can't make it to the hearing. You can't reschedule the hearing. You're not allowed to. And it's going to cost me $40 if I don't pay it. So I have to pay the $25, which is such a bunch of crap. Yeah. But at the time that we were discussing this, yeah. I, I believe we both agreed that what this is all about is a uh, municipal shakedown yeah. of innocent people like you or anybody else. Now, the thing is, you theoretically yeah. could uh, contact the uh, the parking authority and explain your position yeah. uh, more so than you've already done. Yeah. But it seems to me if yeah. your appeal is already in process... You should even have to go to a hearing at this point. I shouldn't point. have to. And it, and and it's and it's telling email all of your things before the call. Well, I can't make the call. And because I can't make the call, I cannot appeal my ticket and I'm going to have to pay the 25 bucks. And you're not going to hire a lawyer cuz no, that's going to be worth more than the no, parking because ticket. Because it's just this stupid little scoff law kind of thing. Yeah. And it's a and it's a bunch of crap. It is basically nickel and diamond people who park in downtown Springfield. 
And here are the Google reviews of that particular office. Are you ready? I'm ready. This one from uh, Dion says, broke, broke office. They don't care if you provide proof for a hearing. They still want you to pay. Hearing clown talking about it looking into the matter. His weak ass just going, just putting out until I pay up. They're lurking everywhere. Now they be grouped up because they they their job is at a risk. They're all soft. Can't even put their name on the damn ticket because they're scared. Okay, that's one review. Is, I, there, is there a positive one? I appealed twice. Two different. Yes, this is another one from Jeanette. With evidence of my second appeal, Mr. Rowe denied my reason saying D5 or something. Still wanted me to pay for the ticket on the free parking zone. No sign, no houses, nothing. This is this is what I'm talking yeah, about. I hear people. you. That was the one time I got a ticket. I It was two minutes before 6 o'clock. It was City Stage. We had the live show on Worthington Street. Yeah. I go down and park. It's 6 o'clock is free parking after 6 on the weekends. Yeah. Right? I go down there. It's literally 6.56, and I'm like, or 5.56 when I get out of the car. And I'm like, eh, whatever. I kid you not, when I came out and looked at the ticket, it said 5.57 on it. Like, the person was waiting right there for me, uh, making sure that I didn't put uh, put money in the machine. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go park downtown Springfield, yeah. not put any money in a meter, and walk away and wait till the guy comes out and then start confronting him with all the evidence going, what in the hell is wrong with you? These are not the numbers on the meter, and that's not the numbers on the ticket. You know, that but I, I will be more calm. I would I hope so, because I, you wouldn't want to be the guy arrested by a Meter made. Well, guess what? You don't want to be the spa person out there writing tickets today. I'll tell you that. Uh, hey, listen. Let me uh, let me just turn the whole mood around if gotta, I can. You gotta calm down. Yeah. Uh, back in Black is going to be a Gateway City Arts <laughs> on the uh, the eleventh of uh, of March. Throttle Rocket uh, Throttle Rocker Nation is uh, is doing the show. Uh, it's the true ACDC experience. They are fantastic. To buy tickets, you go to Gateway Arts. Dot com or uh, 10th caller right now at 293-1021 will win the tickets to Back in Black at Gateway City. Real quick, Springfield Parking Authority is terrible. They don't care about the people of Springfield at all, and apparently neither does the mayor because according to them, the mayor is the one who makes the decisions for them. What the hell is going on in this city? <laughs> well, you're never going to beat Mayor Dom Dom in this fight. This is ridiculous. It's 9 o'clock at Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. How cold is it out there? When will it switch to